Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. MTD8's the double T. It's Manny Boy. <laughs> Hello, mate. You are right? How you doing? Uh, I'm all right. How are you? It's jolly, it's Christmas time. It is Christmas time. It's time for the Christmas wild card. Yes. Woo. Honestly, um, I'm so excited. So excited. Oh, I am too. And do you know who is currently equally excited and jingling his bells as we speak? Uh, oh, Forrest, do tell. Pray do <laughs> <to> tell. <laughs> we have got our good, good friend over the other side of the, the tiny little world pool. It's nice camera run. It's Lee. Hello, Lee. Hey. Morning, guys. How are you going? And yes, you are indeed correct. My bells are jingling for this. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it is. Uh, it's, a, it's an early one for you again, Lee. Yeah. There's another at five o'clock in the morning to be right here with you guys. Uh, premiere podcast. Oh, oh mate, and you know, not to not to snitch, but he is currently uh, drinking alcohol in a coffee. So if anyone yeah, can provide yes. this this guy some help, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he really needs it. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, if you would like to help, you can <clears throat> donate to the podcast. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, genius. Um, but uh, let's go, I think, straight in and let's roll with the titles and get ready for today's podcast where we're covering The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> And we're back. Oh, oh. Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, oh. I'd never watched it. Had you two watched it before? Uh, I'm yeah. shocked that you've never watched this before. How? How haven't you seen this? Do you have a childhood? Uh, do, do I have a child? A childhood? Or a child? Yeah. I don't have a childhood. childhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, oh, well, I hope I don't have children, Lee. Otherwise, someone's got some explaining to do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, I... <laughs> I have to be honest, my sister loved it. I watched the first, like, five minutes every time, and I was like, not my kind of scene. Uh, and then I, I backed out of it, and, I, yeah. Did you think it was too scary? Oh, far, far too scary for me. Far too scary for me. So, so, Lee, in a couple of weeks' time, we're doing um, Krampus, um, which is the 2015 horror movie. And it is. It looks brutal. You're gonna <laughs> have fun with that, aren't it's you? Gonna, oh god, it's gonna be horrendous. <laughs> I wouldn't even attempt. <laughs> but this is this is like, I mean, I mean. So for me, I've watched this. I watch this every year. I grew up watching it. It's been. It's like it's there with like Home Alone for me. You know, and it's, the Santa Claus. Yeah, a hundred. All it's wrapped in with all those classic christmas movies and 
I to be honest, I you know when it I when it first came out, I was only three, so I had no idea. But like, I think I first watched it when I was about six, and even then, I didn't really find it that scary. I was just really intrigued by the animation. Like the way it looked was incredible, and watching it again just it brought back all those nostalgic feelings and stuff. And it's the thirtieth year, isn't it? It's the thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, anniversary. Mm. And even the songs, like the songs are catchy too, and they stay in your head. Yeah, yeah. I find 100%. myself I'm always looking up the album when it's Christmas time. I'm like, not before Christmas. It's I. The first don't what first fifteen minutes I, I find a tough a tough watch for this film because it, it's I I believe, I think it struggles to find its identity and quite what on earth it's about for the first fifteen minutes. Wait, what are you talking about? It's a musical. It's a musical, <clears throat> oh, and uh, you know this is Halloween. Fab, great, yeah. got, got that. everybody, make a scream. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, you two are looking at me like that means fucking anything, mate. <laughs> just, just singing This Is Halloween. Great, brilliant, yeah? Okay, understood. I mean, I've been watching now, mate. It's... <laughs> That's the film. It's a... <laughs> yeah, well... It tells you the first two seconds. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, all right, okay, yeah, fair. Um, do you want yeah. me to like do like an acting through son monologue right now, the lyrics? Please. Do you want me to... Oh yeah, lovely. Right, oh. so, so so the chorus. All right, here we go. So I'll do it. I'll try and do it like dramatically, but without singing. Okay. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick or treat till the neighbors gonna die of fright. It's our town. Everybody scream. In this town of Halloween. How can you tell me that's not telling a story for us? Uh, okay, you, yeah, what story is that telling? It's saying, it's saying this is our town. This is this is Halloween. And therein lies my argument. That is not a story. That is a fact. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, I don't open my front door and go, this is my house. This is my house. What a story. What a place to be. This is my house. Nothing's going on in here, but this is my house for free. I, yeah, come on. See, mate. that's a story. Is I did. it? <laughs> <laughs> you two are <laughs> If I ever hear either one of you, Tell me that something you watch doesn't have enough of a story. <clears throat> She-Hulk. I'm gonna go mad. Oh god. <laughs> this is this is She-Hulk. <laughs> this is She-Hulk. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, 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 I consider myself defeated on that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no. I I think what would be good because we haven't we haven't had any film synopsis because we haven't done a film for quite a while actually. Uh, um, I mean, at the point that this comes out, I think we'd have just done one. But, you know, as we record, we haven't. Uh, So, Lee, do you want to read us a scenario of absolutely not prep Lee for this (laughs) (laughs) Frantically Googling some film. I've got my notes, but not the basic synopsis of the movie, the fact that you should have watched this earlier. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, my God. But um, no, not me. 
Every while time we're, right. while we're waiting, dear, dear Forrest, check your check your mic, my friend. Lee, did that sound weird when he just spoke? It did. It sounded like you. It sounded like he was a robot. Oh. He's trying to go. Matt just hates uh. my microphone every time. He's it doing it. <laughs> no, he's still doing it. He's going. Yeah. No, hell, yeah. That's what he's doing. Uh. Is this is that any better? No. no sounds it like you've had helium. Like you're got wind. <laughs> you got wind through your mic. Is that real? No. <laughs> oh, let's, uh, let's take a quick break. Let's go for straight to adverts. I want to know what kind of adverts we've got. I'm so intrigued. Quick. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, we're back from those lovely early adverts because we couldn't wait for them. Uh, Lee, here's <laughs> up with that synopsis. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Jack Skellington, the king of Halloween Town, discovers Christmas Town, but his attempt to bring Christmas to his home confu- causes confusion. As it for IMDb. Wow. <laughs> that is That's, so short. Wow. And. Really quick. <laughs> this is we're, yeah. we're really we're really building up to this classic movie that's just completely timeless, and it's just yeah. And we've got a very short synopsis, and Forrest has already shot on the first fifteen minutes. That's, uh, well. that's true. Actually, I forgot how short this movie was. Yeah, yeah it's really through. short. I I, like, I thought it was longer. I was like, oh, an hour and sixteen minutes. That's, that's, that's really short, isn't it? Yeah, like that's a quarter of end game. Do you know we so we we reviewed? Um, it's funny actually because we did the Corpse Bride about a month ago mm. uh, in our last bout of wildcard movies, and that is, I mean, that's brilliant as well. But that was a short mm. movie as well. Theo loves a short movie. Yeah. I'll go on mute. You carry on. 
<laughs> but so far, so good for this podcast. It's it's out. We've absolutely yeah. nailed this podcast. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, it's it, right. it's, a, it's a short one. An hour and se- it's only an hour and seventeen minutes for Corpse Bride. Hour and seventeen minutes for Corpse Bride. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but but even so, this is what I don't. This is what I couldn't understand with the first ten minutes. Lee, is that there's so much dilly dallying yeah. around in Halloween Town, or no, or wherever they are. That actually, it's like, can't we just go straight into Jack finding Christmas Town? Uh, was you know, what's the song well, he sings to himself about? Why is he singing to himself for? He, he's singing to himself because he's lost because he, he's done the same thing every single year and he's expressing it through song with his cute dog. All right, okay, and somehow so. he breaks up his own bone and his ghost dog can pick it up. Uh, yeah. That's sentimental. It's yeah, okay. All right, you've 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 absolutely made me do a U-turn there. What what a, what a fantastic <laughs> opening ten minutes here. Yeah, but yeah. Well, oh, no. do you want me to do you want me to do some uh, acting through song for the first song, which is called oh. Jack's Obsession? I think. I Jesus think. Christ, yes. <laughs> this is the feature nobody asked for. <laughs> I didn't know this was a I didn't know this was a singing episode. <laughs> Come in, Matt. Oh no, it's not. It's not. I think it's the townspeople that do this bit. But anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll do it now. Wait. This <laughs> going so well. Okay, wait, wait. Now I'll do it. Okay. Something's up with Jack. Something's up with Jack. Don't know if we're ever going to get him back. He's all alone up there. Locked away inside, never says a word, hope he's hasn't died. I've said that wrong. Something's up with Jack. Something's up with Jack. See? So this, this is slightly later on, so this is after yeah. he's been to Christmas Town, this is, isn't it? So he locks himself yeah. up because yeah. he's thinking about how can I bring Christmas to the people of you know of Halloween City or wherever he is. Um, and um, yeah, and, and and you know, from this moment on, I'm, uh, it's enjoyable. It's a it's a great, it's a you know, your classic story of person who decides that the town or city that they are overseer for needs a change. Uh, people aren't keen on change. Don't quite understand the change. Um, have a little bit of a protest riot of the change they overthrow the mayor because of the change uh, and then in the end for no real reason uh the change occurs and santa's back um it's, it's just a typical story in that sense Lee. really oh well <clears throat> well the townspeople are excited for it because they think it's horrible yeah so they're, they're all for it they're all for this whole change once they Jack- want it yeah, once Jack turns it around at his town speech, but that you know, Santa Claus is horrible and has yeah, claws. And they call him Santa Claus. Like that. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but the witches aren't, right? Because the witches absolutely screw him over. They give him all presents that are going to kill and eat people. And... No, but Jack approves people. it, though. Jack... Jack approves it, although. He thinks it's normal presents. Yeah. Yeah, but because he's being fooled into thinking that. They don't. They don't show him. They're all boxed up. They're all. So he's like, okay, they've done their job. They've given me the presents. Yeah. We're, we're sorting. It. But actually, I think it's just a tale of absolute like 
town of rodents who who, who fuck Jack over basically. And poor little Jack goes hey. on his little trip, think, oh, this is going to be great. No, you're ruining people's lives because your town folk have screwed you over, buddy. No, he's been he's been taken over by a brand new thing, a, a new life. Yeah. He's gone, look, oh, I'm the guy that does Halloween. Blah, blah, blah. And he goes through the Christmas door and it's like, oh, my God, what's this? What's this? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what's exactly, this? right? Classic song, right? And mm. then when he comes back, he's like, oh, my God, you guys, I've seen this amazing new thing. We've got to do mm. this. It's going to change us in the town. And they obviously love him. It's like yeah. Jack Skeleton is like the Tony Stark yeah. of the MCU, yeah. right? So like yes. he's got like he everybody will listen to Tony Stark. He's the one that's coming up with innovative ideas. This is what Jack does for the town, and obviously the mayor doesn't know what he's doing. He's, he's, he relies on Jack. The mayor, yeah. well, he says it. He's like, I'm only elected official. I can't oh, make choices of my own. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. I, I, I mixed up. I was referring to Jack as the mayor there incorrectly because there is obviously there is an actual mayor. So yeah, I, 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 I'm probably slightly confused my message. What oh, I, you. You can forget that May doesn't exist. He's useless. He's just he a, is. He just appears to it. But yeah, I think it's for me. What I get out of the story, Jack, go, like you say, Jack's had gone. Oh, this is getting boring now. We need. An, I need a change in life. You know, maybe he's hit his thirties and he's thinking to himself, "Crikey!" But you know, getting to that midlife stage, thanks. Where where, where Matt is basically, you know, nearly four, <laughs> nearly forty, uh, <laughs> and he's just fucking <laughs> hell. He's going, he's going to need some change. He ends up in Christmas Town because obviously no one's bothered going through this magical tree, uh, tree with a tree on. Uh, so this is the first time he's encountered Christmas Town. Uh, and then he's going, oh, I love that. He's brought it back to his town. And then this bit, I, I see the rest of the film is he comes in and goes, right, guys, let's do this. He has a whole town's meeting, doesn't he? And then the town. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, hang on a minute, what's Jack, what's Jack trying to do here? You're messing with the fantastic formula, right, mate? So they've mm. gone, whoa, okay, we're hearing one thing, and we're going to give you a shower of shit instead. <laughs> <laughs> a shower of shit instead. <laughs> <laughs> and then the poor, well, poor Jack is bombed, mate. You watch him get like absolutely. He does. It doesn't work out, does it? It doesn't work out. Like, he has good intentions. His intentions are completely pure. It's Mm. not like Mm. he's not doing it to be like the Grinch. Like, you know, the Grinch Grinch. steals Christmas, but Jack doesn't steal Christmas. He just wants to emulate it and bring it to his town. And Mm. then it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work because he's not that, he's not the, he's not Santa, you know. Mm. Um, And that's why, that's why he learns his lesson. Yeah, and he yeah. says at the end, he says it when he's uh in his last song, he's like, "I am the Pumpkin King." Mm. Yeah, he's like I'm, I'm gonna next year is just gonna be so different. Yeah, he also took Santa Claus's job. So it's a bit like you know, it's a bit yeah. like going to someone's office and just sitting at someone else's desk and going, "Well, you know, I quite like what they were doing, so I'm gonna try and do yeah. a bit better." It's like, yeah. Kevin. You have a really nice job. This is really comfy. I'm going to yeah. take it. Here, here. You can stick in this bag with these three children and go to this creepy man who sings at the bottom of a treehouse. Who's also a gambling man. Yeah. Basically, all the characters are vile. Yeah, that's that's basically yeah. what I... You know, have, we, have we got a... I'll tell you the character... So the, the other thing, Sally, played by Catherine O'Hara... Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Moira. Shit's Creek. Moira. Yeah. 
Never. Mm-hmm. Um, the now, I am big Tim Burton fan, and that, like, that kind of juxtaposes the last ten minutes of my rants, to be quite honest. But I'm a, I am a huge Tim Burton fan. However, I would argue that this is the most terrible uh, way of interweaving a uh, a half-assed love story into a film I've ever seen. It's not, but it doesn't. It's really interesting because it is. It does become romantic at the end, it, and I kind of. Ag- I do not. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree because it isn't. It isn't really threaded through, and they're apart for about two thirds of the movie, mm. doing mm. their own plot, and she just kind of like then interjects in that last kind of act. But I think, I think they. I don't think they needed it to be honest. I don't think they yeah. needed to. Well, um, well, I think it, it helps Jack because now Jack has like a friend. Well, no, yeah, he's or not alone. Romantic... He's not alone, and that was his first bit of his song after yeah. he leaves the town. He's like, what? "They'll never understand." I know, I need someone or something like that. Um, but yeah, you almost—it's funny because it's like, how long has she been in this town, and you're only really noticing her now? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, I found it. It was very odd. Like we like like you said, Matt. We 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 don't see them together until almost at the end. And we and then Ooh. suddenly yeah. suddenly we're supposed to believe like oh, oh my god, yeah, you were here the whole time, and now I'm all over your ass. Yeah, um, yeah so it was, it was very odd. It, I I don't quite, I don't know. I, d- I didn't really enjoy Sally's character because it didn't feel interwoven with the the mm. bigger plot you know um it it would have been i, I would have preferred it if sally had another reason why she would maybe mm. she, you know okay and she does come in at the at the end a little bit but she also gets trapped by the bogeyman so she mm-hmm. you know uh, it, she doesn't really conquer the it, she doesn't even conquer that bit to be quite honest it requires jack coming to save them so i think mm. i would have preferred if if um sally had like you know, maybe, maybe Sally was trying to correct the wrongdoings of the town. Like Sally had a, mm. had a, maybe Sally ends up in Christmas Town at the beginning and and kind of knows the right way, the method and right ways of it. Um, and then we try and see Sally like right the wrongs. That that would have been a bit mm. better, I think. I think would have given her more of a role. Bit more mm. to do. I guess. I guess you also uh, to your point. If a woman gave me a bottle that came into a heart-shaped thing when I opened it, I probably would follow that woman too if she was at the base of my house mm. giving me a dead fish too. Mm. I probably wouldn't have just gone, oh, cool, Christmas! So yeah. Christmas is really cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I've just got... What do I've you got, think, Peggy? I've got a house <laughs> guest. I've got a guest on the... Po- oh, babe, babe, that, not on the screen. Come on now. She, she does it. She likes, like, scratching her head against anything, and now she's doing it against the screen. It's quite oh, an expensive... That's, that's an expensive thing what? to scratch your face on, there, babe. Yeah. Do, you, do, we, do we have, yeah. like, favourite songs? Like, because I certainly do. I've got, I've got a couple of things. Oh, what's this? What's this what's has this? to be my favourite? 100%. And... 100%. Kill the Santa Claus, and then this is Halloween. Yes! Which... So kill, kill the Santa Claus has got to be... I think it was one of the first... Yeah, it's got to be one of my earliest memories of like musical theatre, because I like, remember singing it as a kid a lot. 
I've only just realized uh, that what, that was one of them, uh, I think it was the red one, Shocker one of them, is actually Paul Rubin. I've only just... Oh, yes, the late Paul Realized Rubin, that yeah. because they... I don't know how it came up on my TikTok, but they did a... When he... Obviously, it must be a few years ago, they did a live concert of, um, of all the songs, and he was singing on stage, and I was like, bullshit. Oh, well, you look at that. He was one of the voices of the kids. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. mad. I think um, uh, I think Catherine O'Hara's songs are the ones that I forget, and I don't because mm. I went. I even forgot Sally had a had a song like Sally's song, yeah. um, and it kind of feels like. I mean, there's so many Danny Elfman is a, a musical genius there's nothing mm. there's no two ways about that you know when you're listening to a Danny Elfman score and with this in terms of its musical arrangement it has and this is why I find it really interesting because obviously it's stop motion Tim Burton really is inspired by like German expressionism as well and you know mm. the sorry I said that really it's, weirdly didn't easy I? for you to say that moment Expressionism. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not five o'clock here. It's beer o'clock. But like it, kind of it. The the fact that they are they're like two minds of this kind of like massive brain. Like they mm. are they are one. Like Dan, when you think about Tim Burton, you think about Danny Elfman. And the fact that that his music aligns so perfectly with any mm. type of vision that Tim Burton has, and the music I think interweaves brilliantly with the music mm. with with the, with the with the movie, and how it kind of like it, it it has an aesthetic to it, like it works with the visual and everything. I don't know. It's just there's something about it that genuinely I find quite. Like I find new things mm. every time I watch it in the music. Little details, and it's actually Danny Elfman is the singing voice of Jack Skeleton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't he recently do because they're doing the, like a little concert, aren't they? Yeah, thirtieth thing. And he was, I think, he was on stage too. He was with all the rest of the gang that was still alive. Even the even the guy who plays Oogie Boogie was also there Amazing. singing his song. That sounds great as well. Yeah, and it, and I think this is the thing. Like, what, I, I just have vivid memories of like that neon scene with the song, and it yeah. becomes because it's cause, cause the whole color palette is so grey, it's so dark, it's, and neon, and and then all of a sudden, boom! Yeah, you get into the you know to Oogie Boogie song, and then there we just got all these colors and vibrancy, mm. but it's still. But it's still dark and ominous, and mm. in certain ways scary. Um, yeah, I love it's, it. I absolutely love it. And it's never really explained why he's down there either. Like, yeah, it's yeah, what, yeah. why is he trapped? But Jack, it seems like Jack does know, like he's not meant to be in the town at all. Or he's all mm. meant to be locked away, and only the three kids are meant to look after him. Yeah. Like I was thinking of it last night. I'm like, I wonder why he's there. 
Now there's the town people, because obviously all those town people were just as horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with with that, with the bogeyman, it's, it, it, are we supposed to, like, kind of realise that, did, did, is he the reason everybody is into Halloween? Is he, like, convert? For me, it felt like he kind of converted mm. this town from being a normal one to, like, every, that's why everyone has these kind of intrusive thoughts about everything's got to be dark, miserable, you know, is it actually his world and we're all living in it? It's not really explained, is it? No. But I can see that. Like, you can... Because, obviously, he's this ominous creature that nobody goes... Nobody really talks about. But if, you know, if, you, if you're if you down to his lair, you're fucked, like, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, he'll that eat is, you. He'll eat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe that is. Maybe that is, I think... I, wa- I wonder whether the boogeyman is jealous of Jack. Like, Jack's got all of this attention... And then the boogeyman just has to stay down there in his lair by himself. Maybe, or maybe, maybe he was actually he was the original Pumpkin King. Like he was the one who was yeah. doing Halloween, and then something happened and Jack overthrew him, and that's how he became king. And then yeah. he saved the town from Oogie Boogie. Oh my God! There's a prequel in that. <laughs> there's to... a legit prequel there. Could Boom. you imagine? Like you could, you could yeah. have this kind of like the battle of the town kind of thing, like a little, a little, um, a little civil war between yeah, he, the boogeyman. Because he really says, he says, like, I don't want him involved. Leave him out of this. Like, you don't actually say why he's so bad, except he kills bugs and he's going to kill the girl you like and Santa mm. Claus right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh Right, right Forrest. No. I feel, honestly, I've had uh, Peggy has just got just gone to town on it all of my wires, <laughs> so she's she's absolutely. <laughs> I saw her chewing headphones, yeah. mate, and oh I was like, God. "Oh no!" Honestly, a, I was trying. Sophie couldn't hear me. I was trying to shout for her. That was none of that got on cam. Uh, got on mic though, did it? I wish it did. <laughs> was I muted? Oh, thank God you for were. that. Yeah. Um, but yes. <laughs> So you were saying you sorry you were saying about prequel weren't you what were you, what were the ideas for the yeah, prequel Yeah like a little like a little oh. story going between kind of like this kind of contextual narrative between Oogie Boogie and Jack Skellington Jack. Like, Yeah like whether yeah. there was this animosity between them mm. Yeah and I what? I I, th- I think it would be good to yeah, because we we don't know anything about this town do we really and it, uh, like as in the origins of the town would be mm. good no, and well, the origins for all the holidays would be very yeah. curious. How yeah, like, I would, do yeah, they I, all have? They all have trees. I'm guessing in every single world that you could go to. Mm. Apparently, in that in, in that sequence where you, you go through all the seasons and you, you know Jack's through the woods and you can see all the doors, when he peers through to the, to the Christmas door and he looks and he has that reflection on the doorknob. Mm. Apparently, that was the longest thing that took to film and record to get an effective reflection in stop motion that apparently that was that. the longest thing um but like wow. uh, yeah it would have, maybe it would have been nice to see i don't know a little avenue into each season how that would have looked mm. yeah well we got the easter bunny yeah we did <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and you know you mentioned a stop frame animation that was that is incredible it is it's mm. always so much nicer to see you know traditional animation like that 
um, and and the 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 artwork that you know has obviously been spent for years and years and years, and mm. it, and it, you know the newest one. So at the moment we've just had Chicken Run two come out, mm. um, and the and that they sp- they've spent years on that sequel, and that's because mm. they wanted to go down the, the the same animation techniques that we used for the first film for the second film. You know, it's not huge. Mm. Uh, I'm sure there are CGI elements, or maybe not. But um, yeah, there's certainly not a lot. Um, so I think that's what's lovely to see about films like this, and certainly Tim Burton's style for for many for the films that he does do uh, of of this, um, and it's great. I love it. I love all the wonky the wonky visuals because you're seeing that it's you know all these drawn cartoons and animation. It's yeah. what's so German expressionism. I can't say it properly. Express expressionism. Expressionism. Is it shh shh? Is there a shush there? Expressionism. Expressionism. Yeah, there is, isn't there? Shum. Expressionism. Shunism. How you feel? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. Jesus. Um anyway. <laughs> that. <laughs> um the whole I think the whole the whole um Say it again. Uh, say it again. He's gonna say it again. Premise of it. <laughs> I'm trying not to say it. <laughs> the whole premise of it yeah. is that it's supposed to make you unsettled, isn't it? The sh- with the yeah. with the uneven shapes, with mm. its um, mm. dirginess to it, it's meant to make you feel like you've got no balance, effectively. Mm. And and again, it just kind of it just in its every form, it, you can see it in Tim Burton. You can even see it in like Batman. You know, when you watch. Yeah. Batman, it's all there. That kind of gothic feel. It's all Beetlejuice. part of the same IP. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Oh my God, what a movie! Mm. Um, I, like in terms of another Easter egg, there was um, so you know the snake that's in Beetlejuice, uh, the massive world. Yeah, so that's so that there's a red and maroon version of that that goes snakes around the Christmas tree whilst Jack Skellington is dishing out all the presents. Um, there's also a a, a Mickey. And Donald Duck, I think, around a. Oh, really? Around yeah, oh. yeah, around the Christmas tree again. When the kids kind of un- uh, they open up all their presents, somebody mm. picks up uh, like a, a a weird looking Mickey Mouse and just mm. a wooden duck, which is meant to represent um, both of them. And then they kind of oh, like yeah, then wake yeah. up and scare the crap out of them. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, well, in it. yeah. As all as all the presents do, or or eat them, <laughs> or eat them, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what yeah. though, that that scene of the film is is pretty terrifying. I mean, really. Mm. And there were kids yeah. like there's a kid that turns round and like see, you see like the parent the shadow of the parents and he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a proper free you know, seeing that. Yeah, if I saw true. that as a kid I think I'd be massively freaked out. It's only G. Like it's not even like our Australian rating G as this is perfectly friendly to show any kid at any age. Mm. This film, and you're like, that's weird, isn't it? Like, you know, like I don't know, like you, like would you watch? Would you make kids watch Beetlejuice? No, like <laughs> I mean, my so my kids watched uh, Corpse Bride when we just before we, we reviewed it, mm. and they thought it was absolutely fine. But I'd be nervous for them to see Nightmare Before Christmas. But maybe mm. they'd be fine. I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, isn't it? The main character is a skeleton. Like, what's the yeah? It's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, actually, Haley, when she was so she's she's my eldest, and when we went to Disney, we went during Christmas about seven years ago, and she was about four months old. We met Jack Skeleton, 
So there's a picture with me and Rach and, and Haley with Jack Skeleton. It's like one of the most prized possessions. Aww. So lovely. Good. He's I amazing. My, it was I incredible. got to be my hero. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. Uh, which, you know, this, this film has such a massive fan base. Um, you go to any Disney, any Disney World, there is a massive merch for this film, um, and it's appeared in so many different mediums. And for a film that Tim Burton never wants to make a sequel or remake or a prequel to, ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, th- I think, you know, uh, I suppose from Tim Burton's perspective is that it is so iconic that the minute you, you add anything to that, you 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 could potentially lessen the value of the initial. I I, I think that with um, when they're, they're, this Hocus Pocus two that they've released uh, for me, it's just a bit like, what, why did you bother? Like, yeah, just, just leave it. Like, it, you know, I don't know what Hocus Pocus two would 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 have ever achieved. Really, it's not gonna it's not gonna have the same level of you know, uh, exactly just financial means, but mm-hmm. it's not got the same level. Of, it's not gonna be as iconic. You know. It's, it's, so I, I do get it from Burton's point of view in regards mm. to not wanting to tamper it. No, and it's the same thing what the guys are doing with Back to the Future, because they have the distribution rights they uh, and the credit rights. They never, they don't want that to be touched, remake or anything. Yeah, I've I have a feeling that might that might happen at one point though, because I feel, I think aren't the rights. I heard something about the rights to Back to the Future. It's an odd one, I think. Like mm. as in. Yeah, I think yeah, I think at some point, well, at any point, right, rights will go in, anyway, won't they? They'll they'll be released after so long. But I, I think it's I think it's yeah, the two directors. I think if they pass, yeah, they have to pass for the rights to be able to because I think it's in their contract the fact that they have to have the sign off. Uh, okay, got you. So as soon as they pass, Universal's going to be like. <laughs> yeah, mm. boy. Because and Back to the Future, I suppose you, what you could argue with Back to the Future is that what you could achieve on screen in in the modern day would would be really cool. Like you could argue yeah. that there is a good reason why those films could be remade because actually mm. it, there'll be an absolute spectacle mm. uh, and there'll be things about the plot that can be you know shifted around and changed slightly um yeah. but again you know I, will it lose the iconic you know i'd be i'd be really hesitant to watch like a remake mm. of that because it's i mean in terms of trilogies back to the future part two is up there in my top three favorite movies of all time like it's, mm. it's without shadow of doubt like, i was obsessed with that trilogy and I, I haven't even seen the musical yet. And I've been told to, to go musical. and see it. And I, yeah, apparently it is amazing. And it is really great for those that are like dedicatedly like you know, um, massive fans of, of the original three. Uh, but uh, I'm nervous. So I've, nervous to see I've it. I've seen it, mate. It is incredible. Is that- it is? I, it is. It is incredible. And how they do the scene is just like really cool. Super, wow. super cool, uh, and and they do, you know, it is faithful, fa- faithful to the to the movies. Um, it's got uh, the music, it's great, it's great, it's everything. It is really good. I I think my my worry and concern in the same vein that they've done, uh, dear, uh, not dear Evan Hansen, same way they did with Mean Girls, 
uh, that I think oh, yeah. what I mm. think what Universal could do is go, oh well, we're, you know, we're going to do a musical version, so it's not really the original. It, it's like it will be like Back to the Future, but it's going to be a musical version, and I think that would be the, that could be the worst thing. Yeah, that would be the worst thing they do if they just pump yeah. out a version of it that becomes a musical. It's not really. Yeah, cool. that's true. Uh, I know before Christmas musical, if it hasn't already been done already, I'd go see yeah. that. I think that'd be perfect. Mm. Yeah, it would, yeah. wouldn't it? I mean, with the success yeah. of Beetlejuice the musical as well, like that yeah. music was incredible. It is so good. It would make sense. This would be yeah, easy. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't done that. That seems like a really obvious. Again, is it as it has burn blocks attempts for that to happen? Perhaps. Uh, well, uh, everything I usually see he says no film, no sequel, no prequel. Yeah, yeah. That's that's mm. that's it. Bye. I.e., next year, you're getting a musical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Only thing I've left off that list. Let's bring yeah. it to the stage. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But no, and, uh, you know, and there was also with this film, I think in 2006 as well, which I forgot, they did the re-release and a whole bunch of bands, uh, so speaking of music, uh, redid the um, all the iconic songs. Uh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Uh, Marilyn Manson did This Is Halloween. I think Rise Against did um, Kill the Santa Claus, um, all for the 3D release. It's, it's, I remember because that was, I was 16 when that came out. So that was, oh, that was at the height of my emo phase. Yeah. Uh, and I was very, very keen to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. No, I was a big <laughs> fan of it. Forrest, were you an emo at yeah. some point in your life, mate? Yeah. I was an emo. Uh, I, I, you know, I listen. I, I love my chemical I romance. Can see, I can see yeah. the little fringe. Like yeah, the I've fringe. still got mine. It's just hiding. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love my. Yeah, I was a big yeah. MCR fan, mate. Huge yeah. MCR fan. Bit MCR, bit of yeah. Um, I don't know which class you meet at six in the same bracket. Probably not, eh? Um, thirty seconds to Mars. Yeah, thirty seconds to Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was, but yeah, I wasn't part of the scene though. You know, you, if you saw me, I'd just look like mm. this, mate. So to be quite honest, you know, yeah. you wouldn't consider me as part of your emo crew. But <laughs> if I walked in there, oh, be like, no. oh, I was in heart. In heart, <laughs> I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a black car uh, and, a, and a and a fat exterior. So I was that was me. <laughs> That's the name of my next album as well. Yeah. Black right car, there. fat exterior. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a free T-shirt. But yeah, no, I yeah. I, overall, though, with this film, I think I enjoyed my first first watch of the film. First fifteen minutes, bleh. I think the town people are rotten ba- bastards. Uh, they're poor, poor old Jack, mate. Uh, and Sally was like, you know, who 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 is Sally? Let's let's have more justice for Sally, please. Let's have a bit like more just more of a reason for her to be there, please, Tim. That would have been nice, mate. What do you think of the little kids? Lock uh lock, shock and barrel, which I'm uh, pretty sure that's how they died. Yeah, absolute yeah. bastards. <laughs> <laughs> little shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like them. I mean, you know, kidnapping Santa Claus is, is a great song i think the kids they kind of they i think they 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 play the perception and the um the perspective of the kids that are watching the movie as well i suppose Mm. you know um 
but like yeah no i i enjoy it i think i think it's if i was to talk about favorite roles it's got to be jack i think it just yeah there's something there's just something really iconic about it and i kind of love that johnny depp doesn't really have anything to do with it um do you know what i mean do you know what i mean yeah, like no. he's just kind of like it's the one project that he's not touched. the one thing yeah the one thing he's not in and it's actually brilliant um so yeah jack skeleton's <laughs> got to be my fave yeah yeah uh because it pretty much it's pretty much after that johnny depp's nearly in everything to do with Tim yeah Burton. that's the thing um which you know tim Burton, like i my big uh, misconception about this film is that Tim Burton directed this too. Tim Burton didn't direct yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did everything it? else. What was the what was he was the director? Um, it was Johnny Depp. Johnny, oh God, no. <laughs> uh, Henry Henry Silek Silek. Yeah. Uh, who also directed other films such as Coraline. He directed Coraline. Um, that, yes. That I always thought was Tim Burton, but it, it's not. No. No, yeah. And, and he directed James and the Giant Peach as well. Wow. So he's directed someone, some of uh, Burton's best, mate. Wow. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I always thought Caroline, I was like, oh, this is a Tim Burton thing. Mm. Yeah, it's not. No, nothing to do. Was that, was, was that, was Nightmare Before the Christmas a story before the movie did it was it was it was it based off well, of any actually, other material well actually i do have that right here so the Ooh. night <laughs> 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 um so the night before christmas it actually began as a poem uh right clement clark's uh, 1823 poem a visit from saint nicholas is a more commonly referred to as the night before christmas thanks to the opening line Towards the night before Christmas, Tim Burton grew up in South California, has said he was inspired by the, the collision of holiday decorations and stores as the season section switched from Halloween to Christmas. As he toyed away as an animator at Disney, he started work on his own projects too, including the poem turned stop motion animation short Vincent and a parody of The Night Before Christmas, which include Jack Skeleton and his dog companion Zero. Oh, okay. So, because you know, people take a long time to change their decorations and stores. <laughs> you got a you got a movie idea out of it. Wow, fair play. Mm. I mean, that's cool. That's pretty cool. I think, um, it, like, it does feel like it's a really original story. But like, I, it's got to every mm. everything starts and is inspired by something else. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, that's interesting. And it also, if you go listen to. Go on Spotify and go listen to um, like the whole all the songs, which I can't remember why, but the opening prologue is actually voiced by Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a, yeah. that's mad. Yeah, mm. Professor, uh, Professor X, man. Here we go. Yeah, Look, there X we go. Superhero yeah. intertwined. It's all part of the same universe. Yeah. There we go. It's confirmed, everybody. Nightmare Before Christmas is now MCU canon. Yes. Yep. Uh, Patrick Stewart does the recording in the opening and closing narration. For oh. yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. Just look at these 
And you were right. You're 100% right. The Mickey Mouse makes a cameo and it is meant to be the doll, the flying doll. The flying doll, yes. Yep. There we go. So, Lee, we have got to that point uh, that we get to in every podcast where uh, we go around and do our crisp rating. Um, So, Lee, which crisp and why would you rate a nightmare, the nightmare before Christmas. I would give this an utter full bag of crisps for this film. Because as much as like there's small little details that you could really nitpick, like to me, this is just, it's short. It's a fun Christmas film. Yes, it would terrify your kids depending on the age of a Jack Skeleton but I think it's just almost short, fast, and to the point Christmas story. And, you know, the things that we have nitpicked haven't been, like, utterly glaring that when you, as soon as you watch it, you're like, oh, that's right, that annoys me straight away. Mm-hmm. Like, when you watch She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> but every time, <laughs> every time I put this on, it's always a good experience. And I think it's... One of those lighting in a bottle films that just nice. doesn't need to be touched. 100%. What, what, what flavour of crisp, Lee? You have a particular flavour in mind, mate. Oh. I don't know. It's a, a flavour to do with Halloween. Something, t- something tangy. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin flavour crisp. Oh. Yeah, pumpkin flavour crisp. Even though it sounds. Horrible. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Uh, but, yeah, but all the ships are shaped as uh, uh, skeleton heads. Oh, Done. nice. Oh, I like and that. Then, and you could do Christmas or you could do Halloween because this movie always has that same debate. Mm, Which, Forrest, because this is the first time you watched it, is this a Christmas movie or, or a Halloween movie? Good uh, question. I would, I would say... Uh, if you watch this I, for the first time, well, yeah, first time without anything, I would say Team Halloween. I think yeah. this is this is a Halloween film. I don't think this is a Christmas movie. Far too much of it is uh, deep, dark, <laughs> horrifying, uh, and 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 again, the townsfolk are a bunch of pricks. So <laughs> you know, I I wouldn't want that in my Christmas movie. You watch you watch Elf. You know, uh, you watch Santa Claus, you watch uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay, you could, uh, well, no, actually, there's there's only one massive dick and his name's Scrooge and that, so. Um, But yeah, yeah, I think it's too much nastiness, mate, and pettiness, and people taking other people's jobs, Matt and Lee. So uh, it's not not festive. This isn't festive, mate. You just, you just miss, no, mate, come on, it's a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. I've got, I've got a, my Christmas tree's in the corner right there, right? Yeah. In the middle is a, a bauble, a Christmas bauble of Jack Skeleton's face. Just over there. Okay, it's a Christmas that, movie. That doesn't, that doesn't argue anything, mate. I've, I've got, I, you know, I, I've bunged a, an Easter bunny in my Fine. Christmas tree. That Do you know what? Easter, Christmas, mate. Fine. I, maybe, yeah. my, maybe my Christmas rating might change it for you. Uh, no. hit, okay. Hit me up. I, I, and by no. the way, if you're about to play music, you know that I have to. I edit this in a way where you can't hear the music, so I'm gonna have to upload this music separately. So thanks, mate. <laughs> it's, it's, 
It's, it's going to be uh, worth it. Okay. Uh, okay. We ready? All right. So, Halloween is just finished. I'm eating my space invaders. And then I go, oh, you know what? I'm going to grab another bag. And in my bag is a bag of Walker's Pigs in Blankets limited edition crisp packet. Ooh, I'm feeling festive. I open up the bag and I take a little smell. Smells like Christmas dinner. I put my hand inside and I start to take that first taste. And as I do, Halloween turns into Christmas. Snowflakes fall upon my face. The chill is upon my nose, and I am titillated with the theme of Christmas. <laughs> and I would give this movie a whole 10 out of 10 Christmas spirit. It's inside my bones. That's my rating. Boom. lovely that's that's beautiful mate what a way to you know that's that's made that hour and 10 minute film seem a lot like uh lighter in uh in tone and atmosphere (laughs) Uh, that's all we needed that's what that's what was missing you need it missed that's what i missed for you you need matt singing in the film to get that nice tan that's it yeah i reckon if matt uh, hashtag matt for jack skeleton would make this film you know I'll be instantly Christmas Christmasified. I'll take that. Festive, yeah, fantastic. I'll take that. That's that gorgeous, yeah. though, mate. That's lovely. Thanks, mate. Uh, I'll go for yeah, just a normal review because I'm not a dick. But uh, I <laughs> think that oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> go I, I'm going to say uh, that this is uh, this is a cheese and onion because this is I'd, I'm not a fan of cheese and onion but there's a huge great market out there that is you know and it, this and this film is I think it is in, in, it, I think it is Marmite I don't think people were like oh I'm on the fence about this film you are it, you're either like you know Nightmare Before Christmas is my version of Muppets, Muppets Christmas Carol or you're like you know nah I'm not you know this I, I'd pass on this I, I I enjoyed my hour and fifteen, or well, I actually take out the first fifteen minutes. I enjoyed an hour, my uh, hour, and uh, I enjoyed an hour. Um, uh, but I, I just don't. It's just not. It's not for me. I'm not. I don't like Halloween uh, as as a holiday. Um, I don't like a village full of nutters. Uh, and um, I, I and I, Jack tried to steal. Santa Claus's job, so I'm, I, you know, it's just all round, just a horrible vibe. It's a horrible vibe, and and I and I think and I think to be quite honest, it speaks volumes for people who do enjoy it about uh, about their own personality. So uh, it's been wow. a, it's been a joy, Liam. Gee, damn! <laughs> you just went two footed into my kneecaps. Festive style. Oh. <laughs> um, no, it's a, but I will say the music is fab. The stop frame anima- animation is incredible, and artists, creators that have any input into any of that, it, it it's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is insane level of work in insane mm. like the specific the, spe- the specific nature of what they have to do, and and yeah, it's incredible. Fantastic work. Mm. Yeah, nice. Cool. Except for the first fifteen minutes. 
Yeah, except for the first. Yeah, I might, you might as well have put the pencil down and left it alone. Um, but yeah, you know, that's it's all right. I'll get over it. Uh, would you ever watch this again? Would I? Uh, um, how much are you paying me? Wow. No, oh, I, mate, that's unfair. No, it's unfair. I would watch Come it. I would on. watch it, you know, if my if I do have kids ever and they go, oh, you know, papa, um, would you ever mind so ever so much uh, if we turned the TV on and watched uh, Nightmare for, Before Christmas? I'd probably say, have you watched The Muppets Christmas Carol first? They'll say <laughs> yes. And I'll go, all right, you can watch this shit then. <laughs> No, let's watch that again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would 100% not watch it again. Definitely. Yeah. Good. Nice. All right. Yeah. Amazing. We there that. we go. Nightmare Before Christmas. Done. Tick. Next next week is Elf with Succulent Theatre. Lee, thank you so much for coming back. Always a bloody joy, mate. Always a fun time, guys. And any time. You know that. We love your face, Four o'clock or three o'clock. I'm here. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas yourself, Lee, uh, and a happy new year, and much love to family and friends, mate. Likewise, Uh, And we'll we'll see you in 2024 for Deadpool 3. Yeah, we will. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Can't wait. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, But yeah, it's been an absolute joy. We'll see you later. See ya. What's this? What's this? It's music. What's this? What's this? It's my audition. Thank you. Cast me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be A Hero Podcast. If you have any comments, feedback or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.